Hey y'all, this is Bree, and I'm back again with another episode. Um, so today's episode is gonna be episode seven, and um, I'm gonna be talking and referencing from um the book of Exodus, chapter three. I've been reading the book of Exodus. I've read it before, so I I've kind of um started the process of reading that that book over again since we've been quarantined and I've been spending a lot of time with God so you know before I start a new book I kind of you know ask him like God you know what book or whatever you want me to read next I've you know really been enjoying the book of Exodus like you know this time around since I've been reading it I've been getting more clarity and a more understanding of of the things that is going on and you know what the Bible is really speaking about so I'm so excited I've been you know really enjoying reading it so I've passed chapter three but chapter three really kind of stood out to me the most and as far as some of the experiences that I've gone through so I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna just discuss chapter three and the main thing that um I got out of reading that chapter was the fact that God you know said it to Moses just like he promises us that he's gonna always be with us no matter what like we get in a habit of 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 fearing allowing fear to overtake us we get in a habit of doubt we get in the habit of you know fear of rejection fear of abandonment you know just fear of, of really the unknown and I know it, it is a scary thing to really think about but we need to really get out of our own way sometimes and and really just listen to God hear him out and just simply do what he says don't take what God is telling you and say oh God let me think about it and then eventually start scaring yourself out of what he's telling you to do just go ahead get that word from God you know get seek confirmation if that's something you want to do but then go ahead and act like it's so many people like my my pastor always say waiting on our obedience like so many so our job as christians is to be obedient like read the word learn about it and apply it you know it's not healthy and not good to read about um stories in the bible read scriptures and learn them and not apply it to our day-to-day lives so that's one of the things that stood out to me while I was reading the book of Exodus that God promises that he will always be with us. And he also promised promised um, Moses that as well, you know, because Moses were one of the ones who also allowed fear and doubt and, you know, the thought of what other people may say or think about him, you know, caused him to, you know, not really do the things that God, you know, previously wanted him to do. Instead, he wanted his brother Aaron to do it instead, but God didn't necessarily want Aaron to do it. Cause if he wanted Aaron to do it, he would have went to Aaron first, but no, God went to Moses first. So, you know, and that's how we are too, as humans, as Christians, like, you know, sometimes we, you know, in so many words or sometimes I'm bluntly tell God, no, you know, I don't want to do that. How about you pick her? I think she's more qualified. She's more articulate or she's more this and that, you know, no God, if God wanted that person, he would have went to that person. God came to you because he wanted you to knew it, to do it because he knew that you were more prepared to do it and that he was going to prepare you to do it. So, um, 
That's one of the things I want to just encourage you. When God tell you to move, when God tell you to say something, when God tell you to be quiet, be obedient, people. Please be obedient. Like I've shared in, in some of my previous episode, one in particular, the one um I recorded that talked about um God leading me to move from Mississippi to Georgia. And, you know, and the outcome of all of that, like that. That one leap of faith and and me hearing God's voice and saying, I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it afraid because I know God is leading me to do it. That just having that mindset blessed my entire life. Like it blessed my entire life. I would have never thought in a million years I would move to Georgia and actually like it. I love this state. I love my church. I love the people that I've come in and encounter with. And, and I just love everything about being here. And until I took that leap of faith, I would have never experienced this had I allowed fear to really get in the way. And I was on the verge of it. Let's be honest. I'm not, you know, just, you know, saying that I'm perfect and fear never crossed my mind, you know, or even entered my heart. Like it did on numerous occasions, you know, all throughout the day, you know, but the more um, fear would cross my mind, the more I would just take it and just throw it out and just get in my Bible and just seek God more and more. Every time, you know, my heart went to racing and it felt like I was about to have a panic attack. Like I was like, nope, nope, nope. Let me get into the word. Let me pray and let me seek confirmation from God and know that I'm getting ready to make the right decision. The decision that he wants me to make and the decision that's going to be life changing for me. So, um, You know, I have, you know, a lot of people that, you know, come to me with ideas and things they're believing that they're they're, there, that they are thinking that God is wanting them to do. And, you know, they come to me and they discuss these things. But who am I to say, okay, girl, yes, you know, you need to go ahead and do that. I think, you know, yeah, you should, you know, unless God give me the okay to give you that okay, I'm not saying a word. What I'm going to tell you is go to God for yourself. If that you believe that's something he's calling you to do, go to him. You know, and if you need double confirmation, then ask him for it. And you may get it through me. You may get it through a billboard or anything because, I mean, that's something that I did. You know, as soon as I got on the highway and started driving to um, Atlanta, you know, I had peace as soon as I got in the car. But I also received, you know, I was receiving more and more confirmation through like, you know, um, scriptures on billboards and scriptures or, or quotes on car bumpers. And, you know, I was just see, uh, receiving double confirmation from all over the place. So I knew I was making the right decision. I had peace in that decision. So I knew I was doing what the Lord wanted me to do. So, you know, I just pray and, and that you all would just seek God and you would just be obedient. You can really, you know, have a better life and 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 or whatever, and can really, you know, be able to be where you want to be in life in general if you just really be obedient to God. Like it's everything that you're going through now. On the opposite side of all of that is it's a renewing of your life, your mind, your purpose. Like if you just decide, just take yourself out of the equation and trust God and act. Like I know a lot of people are at a standstill in their life. They letting time and everything just pass them by because they're so afraid because 
they're comfortable. And I mean, when I was in, back home in Mississippi, I was comfortable too where I was. I didn't necessarily like it there, but I was comfortable there. And that's something, you know, a lot of us don't want to do is step outside of our comfort zone. But since I stepped outside of my comfort zone and, and, and decided to be obedient to God, I'm more open now and more ready to do it again if that's something that he calls me to do. I'm not afraid anymore because I did it that one time. It's like, God, now I don't know what else you might have in store for me. I don't know if it's another move or if it's whatever the case may be. You know, I'm I'm a little more, you know, openly ready to take a, a next step, a new step, go into a new direction, you know, if he tells me that, because like I said, I've, I've done it before and I've seen what was on the other side. So sometimes you just got to, like I said, get into your faith, pray your way, you know, out of certain things and pray yourself out of those demonic spirits and demonic emotions that's causing you to be at a standstill. That is not nothing but the devil. Like he get in our heads and he places fear in our hearts and cause us to remain stagnant and causes us to miss out on some blessings. And in this season, do y'all hear me? We can't afford to miss out on any blessings. Like we need all we can get. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they coming from God. So I'm not saying that all blessings come from God. You know what I'm saying? They don't, you know, Satan can bless us too. But if you're, you know, you're really, you know, saved Christian and you're a believer and you're, you know, you chasing after God, you know, whatever he's, he's ready to bless us. You know, he's not, you know, a God that's want to keep everything to himself. Like he want to bless us. He want us to be happy. He want, you know, all of these great things for us. But the thing is we have to want it for ourselves and we have to trust his plan. We have to trust, you know, um, our own desires. We have to make sure that everything that our heart is desiring, that it aligns with God and what he desires for us. You know, some of us are, you know, um, desiring to have a spouse. Some of us are desiring to have a, you know, become homeowners or some of us, some of us are desiring to, to know, uh, complete that PhD or, you know, whatever our hearts desires, you know, go to God and say, God, you know, I have this desire in my heart to do such and such, you know, uh, it, you know, God, is that in your plan? If it, if it is, give me peace when I, you know, to make that decision to move forward, you know? So, I mean, I go to God about everything and, and I just got in the habit of doing that. Normally, you know, in my past, like, you know, I come up with an idea, some strange idea in my head and you know because it may sound good or look good on paper you know I'm acting just like that but now but I realized doing it that way has caused me so much unnecessary heartbreak pain embarrassment um and, and God knows whatever else but you know now I'm at this place where you know I don't care how good it look how good it sound I'm taking it to God like God you know uh, and the same thing, we can apply that to relationships, you know, or whatever. Cause a lot of people say, Brie, you still single, uh, you in Atlanta now, that's a big city. You know, I know guys are trying to talk to you and they're checking you out. That doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. They don't excite me because no matter what guy approached me, I'm taking that guy to God. Like I've done it the other way around, you know, and chose and chose somebody on my own. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know what I want in that relationship crumbled so you know now whenever that time comes you know or whenever that time presents itself like you know 
I'm taking that person to God and I'm not afraid to do it. And if God give me a no, you know, it may hurt depending on if I really like the person. But at the same time, I have to trust God to know that he has something better for me. Like, it's not about me. Like, it's not about who looks good standing next to me or on those pictures. It's who will go, is going to forgive. Help me fulfill my God-given purpose. That's the main thing. That should be goals in that marriage or goals in that relationship. It's not about how good y'all look, how much money y'all got in y'all bank accounts, and what kind of cars y'all driving. All of that little stuff don't matter. Those material things like that, it don't matter. That person that, that, that God picks and ordains for you is going to help you fulfill purpose going to help you get to destiny going to be help you you know you know continue to be kingdom minded and that's what you need you know so um going back like i said i know i kind of you know did my little rant but you know, I hope y'all really, you know, hear me out and really taking heed to what I'm saying because I'm speaking from experience, you know. And so we're going to go back to um to Exodus chapter 3. And like I said, I'm going to go ahead and give you this summary on, you know, God um um saying and telling Moses that he's going to uh, be with him. In the midst of, you know, him being hesitant about doing the thing that God has asked him to do. So we're going to start from the very top, how all of that, you know, played out. So it, it, it was one day while Moses was tending to his flock, his father-in-law's flock, actually. God appeared to Moses in a blazing fire in the middle of a bush. The bush burned, but it never burned up. So by by the bush doing that, Moses was so amazed by it, he decided to come forth for a closer look. And the Lord warned him not to come any closer. So he stopped. And he also told Moses to take off his sandals because Moses was standing on holy ground. So once um that happened, um the Lord then revealed himself to Moses by saying, um, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Moses heard this and he quickly covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. Um the Lord then went on to say that he heard about the oppression and the sufferings of the people in Egypt and that he's come to rescue them and he has chosen Moses to lead the way. Moses replied and said, who am I to lead the people out of Egypt? God answered and said, I will be with you. You see how I referenced that? So, um, not only did God just say that he he's going to be with Moses, he also prepared the way um, for Moses. And how I know that, we're going to go ahead and read a little further. He told Moses everything that he'll need to know to successfully complete this three-day journey, leading the people to Egypt to the land of milk and honey. So, he told them... He told Moses how the elderly, 
that how the elders would be the first to accept his message. And he also told him how King Pharaoh would be the difficult one and how he would not let Moses go until a mighty hand forces him to do so. So at that moment, he told Moses that he, God said this, that he would be the one to raise his hand and strike the Egyptians, performing all kinds of miracles. And then at last, King Pharaoh will let you go and you will be able to continue to lead the people. And that, y'all, that chapter really like, really made me smile because, you know, that's how God is. God is not going to throw us in the fire now or throw, I would say, throw us in the pool and knowing we don't know how to swim and don't have us already equipped with our life jacket, some goggles, maybe some oxygen. You know, he's not going to do us like that. And we have to get in that, 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 um, and that phase of, of trusting him and knowing that he's going to look out for us. He's not telling us to do something that, you know, that he's not already prepared us and equipped us for, you know. So, it, I mean, chapter four, it goes, you know, on and on, you know, detailing more and more. So, I mean, the whole book itself, you know, and I just love it. I really been enjoying this book. So, like I said, I stopped on, um, like I said, I, I jotted down some notes and that I took away from chapter three. And I just, like I said, wanted to share that with you guys as some encouragement to really trust God in whatever season that you are in, knowing that he's going to provide and knowing that he's going to make a way. And all you have to do is just trust him. It may not make sense to you, you know, but he knows what's best for all of us. Like our job is not to figure it all out. Our job is just to trust God. So I hope that you're staying safe during this, you know, this pandemic. I hope during this quarantine that you're taking time out just like I am to spend time with, with God and, and just dive in deeper with him and go intimate with him. Like, you know, and really just let him fill you up. You know, you just feel so much better. The day will will just go by faster, you know, and you will really enjoy this. You know, if you don't have any other book in your house, that's fine. But if you have a Bible, pick it up and read. You might not necessarily have one like I have that really explains it in a way where you understand. Just pray and ask God to help you understand it. And he will. So if you just have, like I said, normally, like I grew up off the King James Version Bible. And y'all, I didn't know what that Bible was talking about. But um, like I said, I went to Walmart um, and got and I wanted a, a new Bible so bad. And I found one that was on sale for five dollars. And it's the um, New Living Translation Bible. And it just explains it so well. And that's the one that I normally um I, I normally read and, and get the understanding that I need and the clarity. So, but like I said, if you have the King James version or whatever um, version you have, if you still don't understand it, like I said, just take some time out to pray and ask God, say, Hey, you know, God, I'm not understanding what, you know, this book is talking about or this, this verse or this chapter, whatever the case, help me understand it. So he will, you know, like I said, give you clarity and understanding. So I just pray that this episode encouraged you. And I pray, like I said, again, that you're staying safe and and your loved ones and all of you all and i will be back soon with another episode god bless